Hi, I'm Alexis Jenkins, one of the co-founders of Burgundy Fox, an e-commerce lingerie company and lifestyle brand. There are plenty of ups and downs while building a company. One of the hardest parts is moving past the limitations we make for ourselves and allow this journey to feel seamless. Welcome to Seamless, a podcast by Burgundy Fox. We're going to interview leading creative thinkers and entrepreneurs in beauty, business, and technology. Straight from the horse's mouth, you'll hear how they pushed boundaries, discovered more about themselves, and share where they are in this journey called life. Here's this week's episode. All right. Hey, guys. It's Alexis again, back for this week's episode. And I have the pleasure of speaking to Susie Goodrick. She is a boudoir photographer, and we met in New Orleans. Um, and I'll let Susie tell a little bit more about herself, but, uh, let's say hi to the gang. (laughs) How's it going? I'm so excited to be here. We are so excited to have you. Um, we, we, we met in New Orleans, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. Yes. At the RTS retreat, which was so amazing. I don't think I've ever been on such an emotional roller coaster (laughs) as I had. (laughs) on during that retreat it was so magical have had was that your first one mm-hmm. yeah I've only been a leader for about seven months so that was my first rising tide leader experience wow. it was amazing like you said crying one minute laughing <laughs> the next like it was it was the best there's not really anything I can like describe it or, you know, compare it to. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you today because um, I I think what's so interesting about the creative space is that um, there are, there's a major nuance between uh, with being a creative professional. And that biggest nuance is that you are naturally a artistic creative person and then you're also um sometimes a solo entrepreneur or you know just an entrepreneur in general and so you're also smacked with the business aspect of everything so i'd love to first find out why did you become a photographer well it's really a long story um so i'll make it short (laughs) (laughs) um I have a a little bit of a maybe I think stereotypical journey into photography. Um, my dad loved like photojournalism, and so he actually taught me like in the very beginning stages, like this is a camera, this is how you use it. Um, and so that's that's where the love came from was traveling with my family and having these like dinky disposable cameras. And he would say like, "Here's my film camera. You get one photo, you know, because it's film. Right, so right. take that very carefully." Um, and then I ended up taking film in high school in the darkroom. I didn't start till my junior year, so that was a little bit on the later side as far as like joining a hobby or a class or anything. Um, and really, it just grew from there. I spent hours in the darkroom, like after school and learning how to process film. Um, and I never wanted to like really be a wedding photographer or to be a boudoir photographer. I thought that's too like professional. That's too business. I'm not like I was 17. Like I could not even picture myself being married. So it was like so far away. Um, 
And so I did, I ended up kind of still maintaining that hobby through college. So I went to Arizona State and I worked at a restaurant and then friends would get married or friends would graduate and they would say, oh my gosh, we know this girl, she can take our pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was kind of the very beginning. I think over the course of college, I did maybe like 10 weddings. So I feel like that was maybe my, I don't know, looking back, that was kind of the early like stages of learning how to meet with clients and how to edit in Lightroom you know that was like the very beginning um and then I graduated school and I moved to San Francisco and I actually took a year off of photography I was really burnt out and I thought if this is what it means to be a photographer I don't want to do it like it was too hard Mm -hmm. um and I think I just needed to grow I I got married in that time and I got my first real job and kind of like learned how to be an adult and so after a year of that, I thought, okay, I'm ready now to dive back in and understand what it means now being a bride myself, like putting myself in that, in that place. So after a year, that was when I like full on launched my business. And so that was almost four years ago. That's amazing. What an incredible journey. So I, um, it's interesting when you first, the, the, the journey of you being introduced to photography and then getting into it. I, um, similar to you, I took photography in high school as well, my junior year. And I remember, um, I don't know if you guys had the, and it was film and these bags that you would, uh, put your hands in to put the film in like the canister and have it like be dark. Um, and you had, it was all by touch. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't know if I can do this for the rest of my life. You know, like it was a very, like, I want to see, but I can't see. And it was was intricate and, um, and hard. And, um, and what I also found with photography, especially as a, as a high school student and me taking this as an elective, it was an expensive hobby. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was something for me where I was just like, you know what? It's cool. I learned. I think I'm, but you, you kept pursuing it. And I think that's amazing. Um, and I think it's also really cool that you had almost like a side hustle in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're pursuing it that way. So you, you described, uh, having a burnout was the burnout from having too many events. Like what do you know? Do you remember what that catalyst was? If you were just like, okay, enough. I think it was just a combo. I was going to school. I was working at a restaurant, you know, maybe three or four days a week. And then on top of that, um, doing sessions. And of course, in the beginning, you're not charging a lot. And so um, I would say at that point, it just didn't feel worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was so much happening that I I wasn't sure how to bring myself to the point where I could make money like 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 living doing it totally Um, totally so I think it was good for me it was good to hustle it was good to have kind of I wouldn't say like bad experiences but you know maybe some lower budget weddings Mm -hmm. and experiencing how to take a wedding where they've put all their faith in me and their investment in me and expect you know, like the Ritz experience. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I definitely, yeah, I think I learned so much in that, in that phase that I wouldn't take it back. I wouldn't change it. For sure. Because that, that also gave you the uh, know-how to know yourself internally and say, you know, I need a reset. 
I need to put this on pause and kind of regroup. So then you could come back to this company with uh, fresher eyes mm-hmm. almost and, and more um, and even a, a stronger foundation. Um, what was or is your biggest challenge as an entrepreneur and creative professional? And how did you overcome uh, that challenge? I think it's being uh, myself, Mm. being authentic. Um, It's really easy to hide behind social media and pretty photos and websites. And um, especially with having a wedding photography Instagram or even a boudoir Instagram, it's really easy to just post those pictures and say like life is great like there's not I'm I'm just like a a human and there's nothing really ever wrong in my life that's not true <laughs> right 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 um, that's not true at all um a few years ago my um, husband got really sick it was like when I first first was really pursuing the business after taking a year off and he got really sick and it was so interesting to balance trying to grow a business and show that I knew what I was doing, but then also be real behind the scenes and say, you know, I'm, I'm taking this whole day to come shoot a wedding, but I had to find like a family member to take care of my husband Mm. because I was gone all day. And so those were the things that I didn't really know how to share with clients Mm -hmm. because I wanted to be honest, but also not come off as incompetent or, you know, so that was like a struggle. And I think even now it's just more in the day to day. Um, you know, like my husband's healthy and I'm so grateful for that. Um, but it's the day to day of, you know, we, we all have mental and emotional health and we want to be real about that, um, without, without our businesses failing. (laughs) I agree with you a thousand percent. That's something, um, you know, to be fully transparent, I struggle with, I struggle with a lot of, um, exposing myself. And not there's this balance um, of wanting to be private, but also wanting to like let people know who I am. But then I don't know like how much to tell, and that's that's one of my I don't know if it's a problem, but one of my biggest things is I I share a lot. I'm probably an overshare, um, and so that comes with the good, bad, and the ugly, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's very <clears throat> tricky to figure out what that looks like in this day and age, especially when you have social media. And, and we all know deep down it's, it's curated um, images, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, cur- it's curated text. We only know what that person wants us to know. Um, and for many people, it's not the full truth. It's not even a, a fraction of it. Um, so I think those nuances are, can be, complicated to to navigate but it's it's a journey and that's what I keep reminding myself and I'm going to make mistakes and it's going to be okay um so I'm really curious you you do both wedding photography and boudoir sessions um and since we are you know burgundy fox a intimate apparel company I'd love to hear what a boudoir session is like for you and your clients I love to describe it as a spa day. Oh, that's never a bad thing. (laughs) I want my girls to come in and feel like they didn't have to really get ready. Like you could roll out of bed 
and just show up, you know, with your bag um, mm -hmm. of your goodies. Um, but they get pampered. So they get hair and makeup. Um, they get mimosas. They get like some strawberries and snacks. Um, and it's, I usually do uh, boudoir sessions in like once a quarter. So awesome. they are all in one day. And so it's not just them. Um, usually there's like one girl going before and one after. Mm -hmm. And so with a hair and makeup team and I have a host who makes all the drinks and makes everyone feel welcome. It's like a big party. That's amazing. <laughs> so the girls feel comfortable and they, it's not just them. There's like this energy around like being with other women who are all nervous and doing the same thing. Um, and everyone's a little nervous. That's like completely normal. Um, but I think between arriving and getting pampered and then seeing other women who are doing the same thing it makes them feel a little less uh, jittery and then during the session we play music and we have fun and um i'm usually will show all the the girls like of course we go like one at a time but i'll show them uh all the moves or the poses like i'm not going to expect them to come in and just know what they're doing um like i talk them through everything i direct way more in boudoir than i do in my wedding photography. Um, and so I'm, I'm not shy about, you know, I think when they come in, I don't know what to expect. I do start off maybe a little slower, a little more covered. Mm -hmm. um, we ease into it. And then you can tell once the mimosas kick in a little and everyone <laughs> feels comfortable, um, then we start peeling off layers and we'll take mm -hmm. off a robe and, you know, we kind of work our way there, but it's yeah. just fun. Right. Like, the best way I can describe it. Yeah. And typically how long do these sessions last? So from the time the girls arrive to the time they leave is about two, two and a half hours. Okay. okay. So the shooting is about like 45 minutes. Gotcha. 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 That sounds, that sounds amazing. It almost sounds like a, um, like a great girlfriend experience, mm -hmm. right? You know, to just have this really comfortable setting with other women that, um, are, are experiencing the same thing you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, it sounds like you provide such a safe and, and cuff, comfortable atmosphere. Um, do you find, what are, what are some of the biggest reasons why a woman would decide to do a boudoir session? Right now I'm definitely attracting, um, like two kind of specific demographics. So one is definitely the bride. Um, sometimes like all of them are my brides and then sometimes none of them are mine, but fellow photographers will say, I have a bride who wants this, but I don't photograph boudoir. So they send them to me, which is so, so kind. Yeah. Um, and so usually it's a bride who is doing it for their spouse or future spouse. Mm -hmm. And then the flip side of that is I, I'm getting lots of moms, which I love moms who have had kids and they want to celebrate like for no reason. Like mm -hmm. not necessarily like a birthday or Valentine's day just for fun. Yeah. Um, and I really believe like it's like, it's for you just as it, it is for someone else. Um, I, I did my own session about a year ago and like, yeah. I mean, let's be real. My husband enjoyed it, but like it, like he, he wasn't as stoked as like maybe I thought he would be. <laughs> and like It was more for me. Like it was fun to get dolled up and be in front of the camera and see these images of like, Oh my gosh, that's what I look like. Um, 
So yeah, it's definitely a, a unique demographic. I'm pushing that it's not just a bride, mm -hmm. um, that you don't have to even be with someone. It can just be for yourself to feel empowered and, and feel good in your own skin. So absolutely. It's funny. Um, I had, so I got married feels like a decade ago, but it was only like two years ago. Um, I got married two years ago and um, I had this, this desire to, to do a boudoir photo shoot. Um, and I actually remember telling my mom like, oh, I was thinking of doing this. And she was like, oh, you can't be on, like, you can't be on the internet. Like you have right. to make sure that your <laughs> images are not on the, are you now like, Fast forward, and I'm a co-founder of a intimate apparel company. <laughs> um, so I I wonder, do you, do you, do you, your clients have those fears or questions or like how do you have how do you combat that like those preconceived notions of what's going to happen? So starting an Instagram specifically for boudoir was definitely a piece of that. Um, I made the very conscious decision to not integrate that to my public wedding photography Instagram, um, both for myself and for my clients, like to keep them separate. Um, and my boudoir Instagram is private. So I vet everyone who follows uh, and just make sure they're like real humans and um, I protect them that way. And then, of course, if I have a client who doesn't want their images on the Instagram, that's really the only place I share them. Um, but if they want them to not be on there and like um, I share through an online gallery that's password protected. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I have some clients who they will download images right away and then I'll take it off just kind of like as a backup. Um, but yes, I have some women who are a lot more protective. I will suggest that they come either first or last in the day so that they are seeing and like they're around the least amount of people. Mm -hmm. And of course I can do a session on their own, just them if they really want to, right. um, that's an option too. But I do think there's like an energy that comes with being around all the women that you feel like, Oh, I'm not the only person mm -hmm. doing this. Mm -hmm. But I do think that culture is slowly kind of changing their perceptions about boudoir and what it means yes. um it's not like a risky right. style anymore like it's empowering mm -hmm. and so that's what i try to focus on absolutely i mean what was it it was it was it's only been maybe five six years remember when um like pole dancing classes became a thing for like moms to go to. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that was so like, what a faux pas and like, so scandalous. And now it's like, oh, it's like taking a bar class. Like it's the same, it's on the same level now. So I think you're right. It's, it boudoir sessions are definitely becoming, um, they're, they're becoming something that doesn't seem scary. Um, like anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I think that's, that's very interesting. Um, so what you, it sounds like you have a lot going on between balancing the weddings and the, uh, boudoir sessions. Uh, what fun things are you working on this year? So I have a couple passion projects. Um, I had a crazy idea about a year ago to give away a free wedding. Um, not just the photography, but every single aspect and so I can't even 
believe it's happening, but um, it is. And so we, in the fall, we held submissions where couples could either nominate someone they knew or they could submit themselves. And so through that, we chose a winner. Mm -hmm. And so we are hosting a completely free wedding um, on June 3rd in Phoenix. Um, So we have vendors who've um, participated and they're donating their time and their, their individual piece of the wedding. Um, that is amazing. <laughs> Congratulations. That's what my head is spinning. So <laughs> you were, you were able to find a venue vendors to, to give up their services, their time for free mm-hmm. to give. Oh my God. And it really came from a place of, we have an incredible wedding industry nationwide, but especially in Phoenix, we have a really tight knit group. The rising tide is really big here. Um, and we serve our clients really well. And it came from just wanting to, to take it a step further, um, to really serve Phoenix and celebrate Phoenix. Um, so my business partner, Melissa and I are doing that. It's called Phoenix get hitched, um, we have a website, Instagram, all that stuff. But yeah, it's been really fun. We're blogging about the journey and every meeting, every vendor meeting that we have, we, we blog about it. Like, Oh, we just had the suit fitting and this weekend is the dress like day. So it's really fun to go through that with, um, with a couple. And so, yeah. How amazing. Well, I'm really excited. And, and what is the date of the wedding now? June 3rd. June th- I'm very excited to go on the website and see how it all turns out like that. That touches my heart. Weddings are so, I mean, there's there, everyone knows they're, they can get really pricey very quickly. And it's, it's such a, important and special day when you decide to take that step. So how amazing that you, you know, started that initiative. It's, I'm, I'm in awe. I'm always in awe, but I'm definitely in awe of you. We have some crazy big dreams of maybe other cities like catching on or. Yeah, for sure. We don't know the long term what's going to happen, but little baby steps. <laughs> well, my fingers and toes are all crossed. This is amazing. <laughs> okay. So with all that, um, what is your self-care routine? Like how do you take care of Susie? It, it definitely changes through the seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in Phoenix, so our summer is actually like our slower season, um, which is a little opposite of the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on like a small scale, it's, I mean, I get a, I go to the chiropractor, um, really regularly and I try to get massages as often as I can. Um, which those are definitely more physical or more, you know, it's nice to just take an hour out of your week and mm-hmm. be alone. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, I try to leave some margin in my schedule each week for those things that aren't necessarily scheduled. So, um, like if a friend were like, Hey, I'm, I have a random lunch today free. Like, do you want to hang out? Um, I hate, I hate to say no in the sense of like putting work first. Um, and so just leaving margin in my schedule to say yes to those things. And then I also just really love to travel for work and for professionally. So mm-hmm. I try to leave, leave time for that and make trips every year. And that's yeah. amazing. That's amazing. I am a huge, huge fan of the chiropractor as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I try to go, um, at least twice a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it, it really does. Not only does 
you know, your spine get more aligned, but I feel like my mind, body, and soul like get as well. Um, which is so amazing. But, um, I, I like the idea of leaving, you know, space in your schedule for, cause things come up all the time. Um, and I unfortunately recently have become that friend where if you're not on my calendar, it's like, it's not going to happen. Right. Um, it's, it's just not. So I may be stealing that from you, <laughs> adopting that as well. Um, and now, okay, so my final question for you, mm-hmm. when you open up your top drawer, which I'm assuming is your underwear drawer, um, what piece of intimate apparel makes you feel ready for the day? Um, I'm a sucker for black lace. Yes, honey, yes. <laughs> I don't do bright colors. I Nope, it's all like black. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just a single pair of black lace, cute little panties. Yeah. Amen. It's something so I, I, so when I ask this question, I always kind of feel like I'm changing my answer too, because I get inspired by like what other people are saying. Um, But there's something that's so nice about a pair of black lace panties um, underneath whatever you're wearing. You know, usually I'm wearing like yoga pants or like jogger sweats and I'm like yeah but it's sexy underneath so don't worry about it um but I love that answer and I love that we were able to take the time to chat and get to know you so much more where can people find you so my Instagram is Susie Goodrick and my boudoir is boudoir by Susie amazing well thank you so much for joining us today Susie it was absolutely a pleasure. Uh, I really encourage all of you to check out her Instagram and her website. She is wildly talented. Um, And that's all for now. Later, guys. Thanks for listening to Seamless. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Need help updating your underwear drawer? Let us do the work. We curate lingerie and underwear that's suited just for your body. We provide monthly and quarterly deliveries of premium products. Just head over to burgundyfox.com and subscribe. We'd also love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram at burgundyfoxco and feel free to DM or shoot us an email at hello at burgundyfox.com. And listen, take care of yourself today. Slow down and enjoy your coffee. Pick up a book that you've been dying to read or enjoy some time outside. You really do deserve it. Until next time, later guys.